Um, can I have a medium popcorn, no butter, and a small Diet Pepsi? Medium popcorn, we are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins, that's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Medium popcorn, Woo! you haven't seen it, well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or your Petition in the town. I mean, he was an outdoorsman. I didn't ever meet anybody who disliked him. Barb had a knack for welding, working on engines and motors. He was confident, and I thought he was handsome, and he was larger than life. But I didn't get that feeling that he was so angry. No one realized how distorted it was becoming to him. I am making this tape for the task that I am about to undertake. In Marv's mind, the town's not treating him fairly. It's a kind of a community that in order for you to get ahead, you have to keep the neighbor down. Enough is enough. I'm not going to take it anymore. Huge monstrosity. It looks like a tank. How do I stop this? God expects me to do something to those who kept me from getting what I deserve. God's will be done. Through me. Clap your hands, stomp your feet. It's a holiday. This is Eddie Collins. Guys, it's Justin Brown. And we are media popcorn niggas spoiling the movies. And we are spoiling yes, we this Netflix documentary that was recommended to us by Rod from Black Eye Tips. I did his podcast. Because Rod obviously hates us. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, like everybody. Well, else. no, no. He actually had a really genuine reason for recommending it to us because I did Black Eye Tips to promote Drone Black History. And he was like, mm. you and Justin should definitely review this because, you know, he's a patriot, which uh, you all should sign up for Patreon just like Rod did. And essentially, mm-hmm. he knows that we like to we like to review movies about white madness, <laughs> and, and that's what this. He's like, bro, like he's like, you thought Grizzly Bear was crazy? This shit, <laughs> this motherfucker gets a bulldozer and then well, <laughs> arms. Bro, it. I I think the main thing about this documentary uh, that we watched is the fact that you know this just shows what happens when when you have when you leave people alone to 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 think too long Mm -hmm. and then they go fucking awol and do some crazy shit and unfortunately i know you know we have white listeners typically these people are white people i'm sorry guys this is this is this is a trend that's that's in your community we got our own shit this y'all's this this motherfucker here, he was plumb crazy. Oh, yeah. He was recorded the manifesto, too. He was like, I'm not trying to make any illusions that it wasn't me. It was definitely Marvin over here. <laughs> like, he was, whoo. But at the same time, it was like the, the towel just pushed him so crazy. And he, like, you know, at the very beginning, they're like, he was a great welder. And I was like, oh, shit. That means he's going to put yeah. some shit on this bulldozer that no one can break through. These niggas, you know what? These niggas you know were what? on top of it like Batman trying to bomb the shit. 
They were trying to bomb this tick. Bro, the fact that he was able to go across town and just, he's like, Are you on the board? You on the board? He's like, I got your number. And he's just bulldozing it. I'm going to run over that shit. I'm going to go right through that shit. I'm going through all the shit. And nobody's going to stop me. And you know what? He was right. He was right. <laughs> so right. Nothing, nobody stopped him. He, he stopped, stopped himself. Yeah, I was going to say. He stopped. The only reason why he stopped is because the, the engine got fucked up. And he's just like, well, see you later, Hootie. And then he shot himself. <laughs> like It was wild, dude. And, folks, this is like what's really cool about this documentary is it's it's all kind of reenacted, but it's also like through interviews and voiceovers. And so it's like. It's really effective because it came off like the last 30 minutes. I was like, yo, this is crazy that this is a true story. Well, I mean, I guess it's, it's also the fact is like, I think well, things it, typically when you see like a documentary like this, they're going to uh, lead with the big event and then they're going to go to, you know, what caused that event, yeah. yada, yada, yada. No, they basically just just like, hey, here's this guy. He would, this is who he was uh, for the community, whatever. And then they built, they said, they, kept it very linear in mm-hmm. the sense like this is everything that built up to this moment and then boom like to be to be totally honest like i had an idea that's that all right there's some white dude some did some crazy shit mm-hmm. i mean i knew at the beginning we were we were going somewhere and you know obviously they had kind of like the you know, loose police footage yeah. uh you know from the day of but like i didn't know exactly what happened here but I was just like, I know it ain't good. Mm-hmm. And then you know, because you know, I've you know, you know, you know me, nigga. I love me some true crime. I love me some true crime. But like, yep. as this was going, I was just like, oh, this ain't like the normal shit that I like. This is some other bullshit. This is some redneck fucking bullshit that you know we just don't typically see. And it was exactly that. Yeah, I mean, this takes place in Colorado, uh, in uh, mm-hmm. Granby, Colorado. Uh, and it's essentially about Marv Hemeyer. Uh, he he gets in this beef with like the 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 town, like the board of the the, the small town, because um, he feels like they keep fucking with him. Because he 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 purchased um, a piece a plot of land. Um, he outbidded like one of the like most uh, leg, leg, legacy guys. legacy families, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which he even said in his voiceover, he's like, "If you're gonna go to an auction, you better come with the funds. It's not my fault. I got more money than you. <laughs> you know what fair. I mean? I'm like, that's fair. Like, you know, you can't get upset at him because he had more money than y'all. That's how an auction works, right? Yeah. And so uh, that, and then the the city is like, oh, you need to build a sewer line. After he bought the property, it's gonna cost him like tens of thousands of dollars that he wasn't accounting for. And then those that same, but mind you. This is also ten years after he he bought that property. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's not like he hadn't built a whole business and thing like that. So like, I mean, this he is warranted. Um, oh, he's not warranted for what he did, but he is warranted in being upset because they did kind of set him up uh, to fuck. Him. They are fucking. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. But so and, and you know. But this entire documentary is basically the personification of fuck around and find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kept pushing him. And, and, and they did. They kept pushing him. And then I knew. <laughs> I mean, I'm just surprised that people didn't peep like that. He might have been doing something wild. This nigga ordered a big bulldozer to be shipped to Colorado. And then he hides it. You know he didn't sell it. No, 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 so no, where's no, that no, bulldozer? no, 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 no. That was his bulldozer. I know. He, he had the bulldozer. Remember, no, he, no, but he had he was going to sell the bulldozer. Mm-hmm. No one bought as it, well as as well as sell the building. Yeah, nobody bought the building. Mm-hmm. Nobody bought the bulldozer. So he was just like, God's plan. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he he fucking pulled the bulldozer into the shed, and then he, he, he sold he the property, it. bro. He sold the property to a nigga that was had a fl- uh, growing business. Right, and he's like, "Just let me keep this one shed, you know. Don't don't worry I'm a, about. I'm gonna rent this out for you. Yeah, bro. don't worry about what's going on with it. This nigga was sleeping in there, just working on this tank mm-hmm. for months. It wasn't. Yeah. Medium popcorn. What is up, little biscuits, sudrat tomatoes? We have a new sponsor. That's right. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. 
This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man could buy. Now, finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight around your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore, and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit and an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they have to offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the code POPCORN at trueclassic.com. Now, almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs. But most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classics t-shirts taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can confidently throw on. Now, a lot of the shirts I wear, they emphasize my muffin top. You know, they get really tight around the gut, and it don't look cute. And that also allows creepy people to be like, ooh, let me squeeze your chichos. And you're like, no, no, you're violating my personal space. I don't like it. I got to go to True Classic. So not only are you going to get a t-shirt designed for the male body, but the first thing you'll notice is how soft it is. Get ready to make a thrift shop run because you won't be able to go back to cheap materials once you try these things. True Classic just doesn't stop at t-shirts as well. They're your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your war room. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable, all of their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. Let's stop beer belly shading with better clothes. Yes, dads, listen up. The ladies listening know exactly what we're talking about, too. Big dudes, small dudes, my dudes, dudes, True Classic has you covered. And it's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Did 25% off at True Classic with code POPCORN. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad, Bob, will thank you. Medium popcorn. It wasn't he created. He created his bulldozer Batmobile. <laughs> I mean, dude, it was awesome. This I niggas know, was Lucius Fox. I know some niggas lost their businesses and probably their livelihoods, but this shit was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if, if you ever, if you ever wanted to say, you know what? Fuck these niggas. I'm going to show you. This is the documentary for you. Yes. Because talk about sticking it to the man, the woman, the dog, the rat, the birds. He got everybody. Everybody he wanted to get, he got them. Yeah. And I mean, people were like, yeah, I had to get, I had to tell mama, get out the building. <laughs> like, my just... kids were downstairs in the basement. <laughs> I, like, I had to get them out there because they had Bible study going on at the yeah, same time. I'm glad he said that because at first he was like, my kids were in the basement. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 but, bro, I mean, it's like they they were all so perplexed. Like, we didn't think it was going to come to that. And then the girlfriend who's Australian, she was all like, yeah, he was a nice guy. I, I didn't see this coming. And he seemed well, real I, I lonely. Mean, I mean, That's it, it's really also accent. one of those things where, um, you know, <laughs> it, you know, the, the the quiet, nice guy that nobody would ever do something, but then he snaps and then mm-hmm. does some shit. Yep. Like this, like this is just like every just weird trope about white gu- white dudes going crazy, just built into one fucking documentary, and it's amazing. Oh, and yeah. it's just like. The woman that he meets, and she's just like, you know, after, you know, after my uh, first marriage, because she got a divorce or her husband died or some shit like that. I think she got a divorce. Yeah, she got a divorce. She's like, he's he's the only man I've been in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like, and I, I <laughs> think I wrote down my do- and he took a bulldozer. That's what I say. I, I was like, oh, Marv, Marv put the dick down. She was she's still thinking about that dick. Mm hmm. And yeah, she had a twinkle in her eye. Because mm, they were like, do you still have feelings for Marvin? She's just like, I have feelings for that dick. <laughs> <laughs> so he had been in the... T- <laughs> the tread marks he left aren't only on the ground. <laughs> so he had been in this town for about 10 years already before they really yeah. started fucking with him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I feel like the animosity, we, we didn't get this context, but I feel like the animosity between him and like some of the elites of the town probably started growing. And by elites, like you know, that's in quotes because this shit's in fucking Colorado. But um, no, no, but but at the same time, uh, so like the two brothers that own uh, uh, that 
uh, that facility uh, that well in town because yeah. they were like millionaires. Those niggas they were millionaires, but like you know they just uh, kept working because you know, I mean in actuality they're smart because yeah you can get your money and and whatnot but like if you don't have anything that's keeping you going yeah. that's how people fade away and well it's also like but, it saves on labor too because they're paying themselves yeah. so they don't have to pay mm-hmm. you know salary and benefits for other people and so i mean yeah. i got that it's just that those niggas look like have you ever seen uh read fantastic mr fox no you know i don't read niggas. okay well <laughs> they look ugly as fuck that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> i mean they they look like uh, a lot of their family is very close. I'll just say that. <laughs> they look like every, like one of every... the guys is like his. It, it just seemed like his uh, his eye sockets were a little too shallow, yeah, uh, yeah, not yeah. a little too shallow, a little, a little too deep for yeah, me. I know it's what you're just saying. like I don't know whether it's the meth or it's the lack of sleep, <laughs> whatever it is. I mean, I wouldn't sleep after that shit. I wouldn't sleep if I was a target of that shit. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it's not like he's Marv's coming back after. I mean, I he should be able to sleep well now. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, I mean, I would just feel guilty that I I contributed to pushing a person so far that they had a breakdown and essentially destroyed the whole town. So, all right, I guess because he fucked up those roads, need... right? With the t- uh, with the the bulldozer. Oh, he fucked up everything. Yeah, he fucked up everything. I mean, he and it, yes, it was a bulldozer, but it by but by the time he ended up working on it, that shit was a tank. Yeah, it was so heavy. He, I'm sure. Yeah, he was riding a tank throughout the town. Yo, this nigga tried to fucking knock him over with another bulldozer. <laughs> and that's And then and his bulldozer kind of like bounced up and he <laughs> knocked himself out. And then this motherfucking Marv comes out with a goddamn gun and his turret gun and out. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. It's wild that he he's was the only, It's wild that he's the only one that died in this whole thing. Yeah. Because That's he was I'm shooting, like, those weren't like any rate, like you know, cheap bullets and shit. No, these are high powered rounds. Yeah, you see that good. fucking gun he had. Mm-hmm. That shit taking like yo, that you taking somebody's fucking head off. You know, it's hot as fucking that tank. You know, it's hot as fucking that tank. Well, he had a whole coolant system in there, nigga. No, because he had cameras. Mm-hmm. He had so he couldn't even see where you're driving. He was. He was driving through just through by, cameras. by cameras that he had mounted all over the place. It's like Yo. the worst Batmobile at Arkham Knight. <laughs> just trying to fucking get the Batmobile to work. Bro, you know what? And obviously this, you know, Marvin had a bad day, right? Or, or a bad few months or, mm. or a year, year or so. Because you, you had know, a bad and, day. You know, Your cameras this, don't lie. This ain't funny. And we and we shouldn't uh, empower people to do things like this, but <laughs> but if you're gonna do it, you do it like Marvin. <laughs> you do it like Marvin. Well planned. Well planned. It was he. Nope. Like you said, he. The only reason why he stopped is because he stopped himself. That's it. Yeah. He probably could have no, kept no. like he probably could have stayed in the tank and just kept shooting like and kept just taking taking people well, with him. But but that's not the. But that's so he set out to take um you know to to basically cause so much destruction that they'll uh, that they're gonna have to pay out more than what he had to pay out. Fighting all the bullshit that mm-hmm. they they threw out. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to take any lives. Yeah. He just wanted to inconvenience them as much, much as he <laughs> they inconvenience him. So in in actuality, and like you know, I could be wrong on this. I I could be wrong on this. You know, this is me just putting my own spin on it. I don't think he necessarily set out to hurt people as much as it was. I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy your fucking property. Mm-hmm. I'm a, and, I, and I'm gonna make you fucking suffer just I like think- you. Did. I'm gonna I, make your life a living hell because now you gotta rebuild all your shit. Yeah, I so, think it's just the carelessness of like him bulldozing into buildings that could have been occupied. You know what I mean? Like it's not like yes, he had course. timed everything where all oh, this building's gonna be empty at this time. So there's always a risk of lives and everything 100%. he did. You know what I mean? But but you know, but also at the same time, once you see the this fucking you know uh, a, a tank rolling down the block, I, I think niggas were on notice. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think Paul Revere yeah. had come through town. I was by so that confused point. how like the the people that the bulldozer was heading towards didn't like get word and rush to their place. I mean, they wouldn't have been able to stop the shit. Mm-mm. But like that thing was going slow. Yeah. And he was going across town and shit. I mean, when he when they did the reenactment, if the tank just bursted through the shed, I was like, "This is this is great. This is fantastic." Yeah, because <laughs> just imagine the people working on the on the land with the other company, and you just mm-hmm. like having like you know iced coffee with your your coworker. You're like, "Yeah, man." So last night was <laughs> just fine. Just like, what the fuck is that? That's crazy. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> he oh, bur- he oh bursted- shit. Bro, he burst through the shed the way that Batman burst through uh <laughs> burst out the Batmobile with that little bat cycle shit. I was like, whoa. Yep. <laughs> because the thing is, he'd been working on something big for so long. I'm just like, I it's a small town and people kind of keep to themselves, it seems like. But mm. someone should have noticed something was up with Marv. Well, I, I think it's also the fact is that this dude, you you knew that he was pissed off. You knew that he was upset, and like, how did, nobody was paying attention to this motherfucker? Nope. Nobody. But but here's the question. This is a question that I, something I wanted to get out earlier. So, uh, Mark, uh, Mark, I'm sorry, uh, Marv was saying that, oh, that, you know, like he was at the store, he's at the bank, and people are laughing at him and shit like that. They're snickering because they know that they got over on him. Now, question is, were they actually doing that? Which people do do that, yeah. or or was that him just like slipping into a fucking I, angry fucking? I honestly, based on like the way they um, had that audio play and the different interviews and stuff, I think it was it, it was both. I think there was yeah. times where it was in his head. I think there was times where it was genuine. People were snickering at him. Yeah. So I, it's like it's that's where it's tough, right? That's where it's really really tough because it's like. Some people would be like, well, I was there that day where he's just crazy. No one was saying anything about him. But then the, the other people are like, yeah, we were talking shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, he had a basis for being mad. Because didn't the didn't the brothers claim that, like, they were like, oh, I had no recollection of talking to Marv at that auction. Like, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, but they clearly yeah. did. <laughs> like, they, they clearly do. <laughs> like, it wasn't even, it was like playing a fucking L.A. Confidential in the video game systems. Like, nigga, I know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> you just immediately lo- turned away from me, breaking eye contact. Yeah, it, you know, but you know, I think it really comes down to is like, yo, leave motherfuckers alone. Mm-hmm. You really, you you really just gotta leave motherfuckers alone. Yeah, and, and like, and I, I think that especially uh, now, and especially here, uh, we have uh, people have a tendency to just to to dump, to pile on people and they dump on them. And then, well, I mean, listen, bro, this is why we have all these fucking school shootings. Yeah. Because people fucking fuck with people and they push them to their fucking limits. And then people go out and do crazy shit. And now, and not saying that, you know, school shootings is the way or people shooting up fucking malls and shit like that. But if people, you know, actually operated with a little bit more compassion, or just a little, just a little bit more, it's just like, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that because it's not. Because you don't know, who, you know, you don't know you who, know who the gonna be. is. You don't know who the person is. You don't know who they're gonna be. Like, you don't know who, what they're going through. Exactly. That's why, like, you, you know, you like you're you're right, but also we need to we don't we don't want to invest in fucking counseling, man, for people. We don't invest in in teaching compassion, especially now. I can't imagine young kids going through school, especially grade school in those formative years, and the bullshit mm-hmm. that that's around them. There's no way that we're, in 20 years we're still here we're going to be fucked because those people are going to be so mean to, to everyone. Yeah. No one's going to know how to care for each other. I mean, that's why, like, you know, seeing this movie, I'm like, people keep fucking around. That's going to be, like, every state. Yeah. Because people are going to have had enough, especially as, you know, uh, the conservative right is trying to take more and more rights away from people. Like, th- then the liberals are going to lose their minds have breakdowns and then start doing shit like this. You're going to have a tank that's uh, covered in condoms and, and, and pink for the pussy popping through, uh, you know, uh, H&M and shit <laughs> in Wisconsin or something. That's that's covered in condoms. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Contraception, that, that you don't want to take that away too, right? They want niggas to get STDs and pregnant all the time. Yeah. 
that's fucking crazy. We're literally no having condoms. the same. It's like what, bro? It's so crazy, man. Like that's why, like Tread, I was like, yeah, this is <laughs> not like I'm not. I'm not gonna be like I can't believe that happened. I'm like, I that that's wild. <laughs> that's some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Because okay, so this happened early 2000s, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, Marvin. They they just lucky. They just lucky that Marvin uh, didn't make it to like the late 2000s. Mm-hmm. You know, after really when the recession hit. Because he may have really been on the bullshit then. <laughs> well, will he have had the money to buy the shit that he bought? That was no, the thing, too. Think, no, no, but think about it, bro. Think about it. He bought that place for... Actually, he bought it for like $40,000. Yes. And he sold it for $450,000. If he... If he... Uh, if if this happened in 2008, he, he may have sold that place for $100,000. Mm. So nowhere close to what he... What he uh, uh, what what it was supposed to be valued for, I think then we we would have saw some loss of life, and like and he really would have went hay- haywire. This mm. motherfucker would have been the Joker, or, or better yet, the Riddler, and blowing up dams and shit. Like this motherfucker <laughs> would have went awol. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there definitely is someone in this wor- in this country who's right in the basement. Who's literally plotting something similar to the Riddler and the Batman? <laughs> there's, there's definitely someone that's, and now some poor fucking detective. It's a random town. It's gonna have to solve a lot of riddles if they want to save lives. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you are a detective in a small town, oh, please God. start looking up clue books and shit. <laughs> Just Google everything. Google everything. <laughs> But but you got to also think about the fact that if somebody is is trying to be Riddler esque, yeah. that this nigga is gonna have to sit there and try to go and troll through the internet to make sure that he's not using anything that can easily be figured out <laughs> due to the internet. Yep. Because if I came across a riddle, I'd be like, oh shit! All right, all right, all right. I got to figure this out. <laughs> and be like, oh, okay, it's that. Motherfucker be like, how'd you get that so fast? <laughs> so hey, you, hey, hey, the next one, no phones. That's even the more. The next one, no phones. That's even more concerning because that means niggas are making up original riddles and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the niggas but, doing all this while he's wrapped but, up in duct tape. <laughs> Just, and they. And they, and they <laughs> <laughs> and, and but their riddles don't make no sense. So then they have to take the time to explain it to you. Yeah. No, see, I right, this is what the fuck I mean. <laughs> this is what it means. He's like, why? Just get it wrong so I can kill people. Um, no, but I need you to explain it so I can hopefully try to get it right. But all right, so four cats and four dogs. <laughs> <laughs> It's like if Jigsaw had to keep repeating the instructions. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, Tread was a was a wild documentary. It's less than an hour and a half. It's really short. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it, it took a little bit took a little bit time to to introduce everybody and get the story going. Yes. But after the sixteen minute mark, I was like, okay, I'm I'm into this. I mean, because I think no. before the credits doesn't say like. And we never thought he would have done something like that. <laughs> and, it's just like, <laughs> and it's just a picture of a nigga in a bulldog. <laughs> Bro, he was yeah, he was welding steel, pouring concrete in between another plate of steel. Mm-hmm. To make sure that any bolt, no, the high power bullets can easily go through that. Nope. That's Yo, wild. I mean, you couldn't say that this nigga was dumb. He wasn't dumb. Marvin was no dumb dumb. I mean, he was he definitely was a like, good engineer. He was fucking. I mean, he he like you said, he made a fucking tank. He made a Batmobile. Yeah. 
Because that shit had, like, debris falling on it. it Like, not even just, like, wood and stuff. It had concrete and shit. And the niggas started jumping on it. (laughs) That's how much they wanted to stop it. They're just like, we can't. Over over the radio, they're like, fucking do something. (laughs) Like, we can't stop it. And the dude's just sitting on top, riding it to the next (laughs) dude. Yeah, I was like, oh, does that nigga die? Because I kept expecting someone to die. And yeah. so, especially in the footage, you know, I saw that guy in the tank, and I'm like, well, he definitely gonna get hit by one of these signs or something. Like, yeah. Also, the Some debris. Like, if he crashes into another building, it's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these niggas were trying to throw, uh, what was it? Smoke the, bombs. The smoke bombs No, and stuff? no, uh, flashbangs. Flashbangs yeah. uh, down into the fucking uh, exhaust pipes yeah. to then, you know, you know, hopefully stop it, thinking that that would it would go in there and it would probably hurt him or discombobulate him to some point yeah. where they could do something. But Mark was just, Mark, I keep on calling the nigga Mark. Uh, Mar was just like, nope, nigga, that goes out that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, the, once I saw the cameras though, I'd be like, yo, give me some spray paint and just spray paint the cameras. This nigga's blind. I think when they would start doing that, that's when he would do the shooting. No, but he, if that's the case, he's so up close. Uh, there, uh, you know, you're so close. All you had to do was just get close, spray the camera black. That only takes, you know, like you know, two minutes. Yeah. You know, not even two minutes. It, it takes a few seconds, and you're good. Yeah, but how you or get up there though? Shoot the fucking cameras. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's clear that they were ill-equipped for this type of mission. Like they. They were terrible. Like the police enforcement, law enforcement were terrible. Um, and Brandon, can you imagine if somebody did some shit like this in New York? How much destruction they, they would cause? Oh. Imagine somebody hitting one of the skyscrapers and bringing one of them shits down with a fucking bulldozer. Well, here's the thing. I think if that legit happened in New York, let's say they started downtown by the financial district, right? Mm-hmm. Within 10 minutes, a rocket would be in the sky and bomb the fuck out of it. Oh, because they, they like to your point, they wouldn't be able to risk this thing yeah. destroying more. Like they rather destroy a specific corner of mm-hmm. a city block than the whole fucking city block. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Because I mean, there, there's just no way. Or like it's in that kind of situation, we probably see some shit that the NYPD has that we didn't know they had in regards to equipment. Yeah, you know what I mean. We they might pull out some shit that like. Niggas, y'all have access to that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Pookie. And we're coming to the hood next. (laughs) Holy shit. But yeah, man. uh, That's what happens when you have to speak for the cops. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine Eric Adams having to get on the news and talk about that. So we had to deploy a C4 X4892, you know, missile uh, to take out this vehicle. (laughs) Listen, man, I just want to go down downtown to go dancing. You know what I'm saying? I'm Aircat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that nigga does look crazy. Whenever he does, (laughs) he he looked like a Uma Thurman's uh, sensei in Kill Bill (laughs) Two. He looked crazy at that press conference or whatever the hell that was. Oh, God. Well, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I mean, he, he did what he said he was going to do. He took the town down. I mean, they were rot to the core. They were probably, that, they probably never financially recovered from that trip. No, 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 Well, the no, brothers no, no. did. The brothers were no. fine. They said that that thing actually brought a lot of eyes on the town. Oh, that's right. Actually brought a lot of money into the town. <laughs> so it actually, so they actually benefited yeah. from it. Marv was like, no, it's yo, Marv died the way that, uh, what was that nigga's name from Simpsons that died? Frank Grimes. I should, oh God. Like he, he died like Frank Grimes. <laughs> Where he's trying to be like, look at these crazy people. This shit is toxic. And then it's like, they keep making money after he dies. (laughs) He's just like, how the fuck did these motherfuckers make more money? (laughs) Yo, that's such a funny episode because that's the episode where uh, Bart buys a factory for like a dollar or some shit. And like, 
uh, Marge just happens to get like lobsters and shit. He's like, I live above a bowling alley below below another bowling alley. And then he's like, and then he's like, your son has a factory, and your wife has lobsters. Uh, it's a funny episode, everybody. Check out the Homer's Enemy episode of The Simpsons. It's it's crazy that you know exactly what episode. It's one of the best episodes. It's hilarious. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Justin, we did get uh, some Patriot thoughts on uh, Tread. Actually, we got one Patriot thought. But nonetheless, okay. it's okay. just as important. And folks, remember, if you sign up for Patreon, you get your uh, thoughts or mini-reviews shared on the episode. So uh, Gina wrote, this did not disappoint. After hearing a podcast episode about this, I was so happy to hear that there was a documentary. I buckled in with alcohol and some popcorn and cackled the whole time. This is amazing and just the white foolishness I needed to see. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, you know, UVA uh, got us some uh, trivia on this. So the box office for this was thirty, basically $36,000 they made off of this. Marvin... Uh, he was posthumously uh, given the name Killdozer. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, that's so inappropriate. Due to his, due to his uh, rampage, he he was he was the only reported death during the rampage. He took his own life. Is self uh, uh, inflicted a uh, gunshot, which is like you said earlier. Like it, I mean, the fact that there was really no loss of life as you know outside of him with what i guess is a plus even though no life is really great uh, no li- lost life is great but still uh and the feature f- film uh uh levithon in 2014 was inspired by this event now i'm not gonna lie brandon i feel like i need to see that movie <laughs> that could be uh, your rant for the month Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe that's what I'm gonna have to do to rant. If if that I would le- late, yeah, definitely watch it because if that's similar to the story and it's just as insane, I want to know why no one knows about that movie. Yeah. Because yeah. this is this like the whole time I'm watching this, and I, I think someone, someone posted in black the black eye tips uh, chat. It's like falling down. It's like the modern day falling down. You know that movie with Michael Douglas where he has to break down and shit. Mm-hmm. They're like it's like the new version of that. Well, I also well they, they said because I think uh, a day or two after this, um, a Ronald Reagan died. Yeah. So that complete it, it's like oh, who is it? Uh, uh, I forgot who died, and then Michael Jackson died the same day, a few hours later, and there's just like oh, Michael Jackson died. Oh, was he it like Farrah Fawcett or something like that? Yeah, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Farrah Fawcett. So, you know, I, I it, that was it's a just wild day. I was like, them blonde titties and then the king. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, where were you when you found out Michael Jackson died? I, w- I was at a, a rehearsal for a, a show that I was in. Mm. And he, it was just like, oh, my God, Michael Jackson died. Everybody go home. Everybody, everybody. It, it was like, we ain't got. Nobody has it for this. Mm-hmm. Nobody had it for this. Yeah, I went home. I was supposed to yeah. go to my after school job. I went home. My mom called me. It was like, he died. I was like, what? Because I think earlier that day, didn't they say like he was like hospitalized or something? Yeah, something like that. And then like that afternoon, they were like, yeah, he's dead. He's gone. And I was just like, damn. Yeah. Billy Jean. But, you know, shout out to Farrah Fawcett. She died the same day. Oh, yeah. You know, just unfortunately, you know, when Mike goes, you don't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the first time in history where a black man <laughs> mattered more than a white woman. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, especially the white woman back in her day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But. That's what happens, everybody. Scoot, scoot, good at two. Yuvia also found two IMDb reviews that she uh, thinks that we should read on the show. Uh, The first one is from Spaceman Bob, and the subject reads, he just spent too much time alone. No matter what you think of Marv Heemeyer's case and his motivations in the end, this is an interesting film worth watching. It's edited nicely in a style that keeps things moving. This story never gets boring. Definitely recommend it. Okay, there's nothing too insane about that review. It's pretty tame. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Smooch Me Mail. Whoa. Uh, and they write, <laughs> they write full facts, question mark. 
this documentary didn't really give the full facts. It was kind of biased. If you try to screw someone into the ground, you better watch your back. This sort of corruption goes in my country as well. R.I.P. Marv Hemeyer. So, Amazon, I mean, uh, IMDb, whatever this nigga country is, you need to find that out because he's definitely he's definitely either creating a bulldozer or he's creating some riddles. <laughs> so, <laughs> be all your P's and Q's. But, uh, uh, Baron, we had one more. We had uh, Small Town Folks Know. That, uh, that was written by uh, Fear the McNeil. So uh, this is in uh, 2020. They wrote this August 6th. I believe Marv 100%. I grew up in a small town with, a, with 110 people. And anyone who grew up in a similar town knows that these good old boys clubs uh, exist without doubt. There are three of the four families in these small towns. And if you cross them, they will have you excommunicated and isolated and do whatever they can to smear your name. Marv had an extreme reaction to such experience for sure. And it's terrible that he did uh, uh, that he did so. But anyone trying to act like his story doesn't hold any water at all is fooling themselves. These people undoubtedly pushed him and now want to act like they were innocent little lambs uh, in all of it, not buying it. Okay, so uh, we found uh, a whole group that uh, for Mark Marv, that's a, a support group. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, you know, unfortunately, him it, it he found these people after he was already gone. But you know, I guess you know. But I didn't grow up in a small town, um, so m- maybe this is a thing because, like, you know, if you have the lion's share of money in a small town, you have you have all the influence. You can do whatever the fuck you want. This is basically, <laughs> this is basically fucking um, was um, a roadhouse. Oh, it's not. This is yes, it is. Just because it's a big yes, it, the no, truck. No, 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 no. Well, hold on. No, th- think about how the guy in Roadhouse he basically owned anything. He could literally do whatever he wants, uh-huh. right? If you want to write this, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to write this and spin it a little bit. He's Jack Dalton. <laughs> Jack, first of all, first of all, no, he's not. No, yes, he he's is. not just. He's also, doing the Lord's work, Brandon. <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I was watching because I was doing some research for the script I'm writing. Uh, and I was watching Bits of Roadhouse. And when he and Sam Elliott, like when Sam Elliott comes to help him when he's getting jumped by like the, the van mm-hmm. reloading the bar. And then Patrick Swayze is just doing roundhouse kicks to people. I was just thinking the whole time, like, he's supposed to be <laughs> commando in those pants. He's just free balling, kicking niggas no in draws. the face. No just, draws. Just <laughs> you know how uncomfortable your balls are with denim? And yes. then you're doing kicks? <laughs> Lord. Listen, Brandon. Get all kinds of blue uh, shopping on my balls. Can, can, can I tell you a story? Sure. Can I tell you a story? Story time with Justin. So uh, it was, uh, I don't know how many years ago this was. So this is this is quite some time ago, because obviously this is before my wife and children. I was uh, out in these streets. And I met a young young. I was out Harlem. in these streets, streets born in the <laughs> Listen, listen, <laughs> don't you do that. <laughs> don't you do that. So I was out in these streets, met a young lady up in Harlem, hanging out uh, by her place. And, uh, you know. You know, you know, she went to Pound Town, right? Um, as I'm leaving her place in the morning, I couldn't find my drawers. So, you know, I said, well, you know, I ain't got time because I had to be somewhere. So, you know, I was freeballing mm-hmm. throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Now, this is in the summertime. This is in the summer. Summer, We're talking about the summer, August summertime. Oh, yeah. And now, and if and if you have been in New York City in the summertime, and you know what the subway is mm-hmm. like during the summertime, it's a sweltering jungle. Make your balls sweet like wine. Nope, it's, it, it's not sweet. It's salty. It's very salty. <laughs> they are very salty. <laughs> so, so, Brandon, Extra I'm going to tell you right balls. now. I'm I'm down. I'm out in these streets and I had a full day had auditions and things like that, you know, you know, bouncing around the city and, uh, oh, them balls got hot, man. Them balls got hot and I was wearing some, uh, some jeans against that denim. It was not a good day. 
I was all chafed up. And you know, there's nothing worse when you get that chafing mm-hmm. down in your nether regions. And then, you, you know, your thighs start to rub. Oh, that, that ain't it. it. Oh, listen, I was in pain. I was in pain. So I can't imagine. And I know we're, we're so far off of this, <laughs> of this wonderful documentary. But I can't imagine being, being walking around in the Texas hot sun doing roundhouse kicks <laughs> yep. where my balls are grazing those fucking hot fucking denim jeans. That just sounds like a, oh, that, that ain't it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You got to take care of your balls. Jack Dalton is a lie. Yeah, that's right. He's a lie. Justin, break down our rating system, baby, so we can talk about tread. <sighs> Guys. First of all, I want to say, stop calling me baby. You thought I, you thought I missed it. You I thought you thought I, but uh, guys, we rate movies back to popcorn, small, medium, large, and the XL40 exceptional. If a film doesn't deserve any popcorn, we throw it into the into the dog shit pile. We pop piles and piles of dog shit on top of it. So, Brandon, we sat down and we watched Tread. Uh, I'm sorry, I lost Netflix documentary. What's that? Netflix yeah, documentary. So, well, Netflix documentary. Uh, which actually debuted at a South by Southwest Film Festival in 2019, but uh, hit uh, Netflix in February 28th, 2020. Uh, and there is no stars of this other than uh, our man Marv, who uh, lost his shit that day. What say you, Brandon? <laughs> he did lose his shit. But, you know, it is what it is. That's that's what I always say. Um, I give this a large. This is a this is greatly entertaining. The story just sells itself. I honestly think that no, no offense to the filmmakers, the people that edit this, but I think even a twelve year old could put the story together and be like, "Yeah, this is some wild shit." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I think just again, the story sells itself. Um, I thought the reenactments were good though, because it really like it w- it's one thing to like show us the footage and stuff like that, but to reenact some parts and do like a replica of the tank. Was pretty. I appreciated that. Fair, Justin. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna give it a medium. Uh, I I thought it it, it was an interesting watch. I do think they could have uh, made it a little bit more um, uh, uh, viewer friendly because mm. there was a lot of like just talk and exposition, you know, and, and it kind of took too long to get to the you know the nooks and crannies of of what was happening here. Mm. I think they may have they they could have actually gone more into, you know, actually a lean more into the reenactment to kind of you know to up the entertainment value of it. Yeah. Because while yes, this is a crazy story of a guy jumping in a bulldozer and fucking and fucking basically DMXing a whole entire <laughs> town. Uh, <laughs> Y'all gonna make me lose my mind, bro. Stop, <laughs> shut him down. Open up a bulldozer. I mean, he but, was gonna uh, die, right? What's that? He was gonna die no matter what. If he got another oh, team, they were gonna light him up, right? Well, I I think he he had, I th- I think he was fully prepared to kill himself, regardless. Okay. He 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 was just like, I'm going out the white man way, and I'm gonna shoot myself because they don't want to go to jail. Because what's what's more scary than jail? Because there's black people in there apparently, and they're probably going to rape you. So he didn't want to go to jail. Mm. That's why the old white dudes shoot to kill, uh, kill themselves. Because not only are they psychopaths, but they're also cowards. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I want to be that guy. Um, but uh, actually, to tell you the truth, because of the few, because of the history of this country, I don't think they would have shot him. Mm. I don't think I, I don't think they would have shot him. I, I think if he got out of there, they, they would have t- taken him alive, and then they would have tried to uh, you know recoup some money from him or, or whatever. But he made it. He made it, he he made a very uh, good decision to send all of his funds to his father, which was then yeah, yeah. Uh, divvied out to his to the family, uh, relatives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was. I mean, that was a good way to make sure that his money didn't get fucked. Um, well, no, that they don't. They don't get to get any. Yeah, they don't come family. out. They can't come out to the family for that money. Like it's yeah. it's set. Um, yeah, I mean, it would it would have been crazy. If they caught him, and then like in the interrogation, he's just like, yeah, I mean, 
you know, that tank was expensive. You ought to know you bought it. <laughs> I like to see the world burn. All right. <laughs> Just not good people follow you. Guys, you can follow me at jbrowndinner on Twitter and Instagram. Brandon. Y'all can follow me at American Collins, AmericanCollins.com. You can follow the show and Medium P Podcast on all social media platforms. Get yourself some medium popcorn butter over there. You know, go over to mediumpopcorn.com. Just There's a YouTube channel. Go over there. Subscribe. Push that subscribe button. We can finally start making money off YouTube now. So please, please go over and watch some videos. Get us those hours. Get us those plays. So then Justin and I can play with ourselves while we play with our money that helps support the show. Justin also, how can people additionally support the show financially? Guys, if you give me, if you send any money my way, I'm not going to use that to play with myself. Uh, but guys, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash medium popcorn. We have $2, $5, $10, and $15 packages there. The rants there, everything that you could want extra out of medium popcorn is on there as well as all of our back episodes. So if you love the show, you want more of the show, you want bonus episodes, you want uh, mini shows, it's right there. Go to Patreon. And uh, Idris will shout you out, show you some love. Yeah. Um, but if you're feeling extra froggy, take yourself on down to tpublic.com slash medium popcorn, grab yourself a little swag, swag a doodle. Yep. Clap your hands. Boing, boing, then. Mm-hmm. Clap your hands, put it out. You got some lasagna. We out, baby. <laughs> That's Tread, and uh, we are Media Popcorn. Hope you all enjoyed this madness. Justin, why are you making that face? Uh, I'm so confused by you. Because I said lasagna, right? I, I couldn't yep, think of a better yep. food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lasagna would be hot as fuck. <laughs> all right. All right. Bye, everybody. Popcorn. We are two niggas spoiling movies. Yeah. Brandon Collins. That's me. And Justin Brown for your moving needs. Media popcorn. Woo! You haven't seen it? Well, we're gonna spoil it. Spoil it in your face. That's your warning. Uh. So if you get pisses or your fun.